there are only so many facts that you could possibly gather and calculate to predict with even a sliver of accuracy what's actually going to happen. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie, and I'm glad you're here for the epic conversations that will take you from aspiring to actualizing your dreams. Let's get started right now. Decisions, decisions, decisions. To post this or that. To create content about this or that. To apply for this job or that one. Hmm, to quit my job or to start my own business. Decisions, decisions. One of the reasons that well-intentioned, ambitious people like you and I don't make as much progress as we know that we have the potential to is because of indecision. When you're in a state of creative indecision, it can feel like you're being held hostage by yourself. The creative indecision is coming from a place of wanting to have control over the outcome, right? Wanting to know you're making the right decision, that you're not wasting your precious time and energy driving down the wrong road or on a path that's not going to give you the result that you are desperately hoping for. There's an underlying assumption here that there is one right answer that is perfect just for you. I'm sure you can predict where I'm going to take this conversation, right? It takes so much mental energy to be in limbo, trying to decide, waiting to decide. I'm sure you can relate to the feeling of anxiousness, feeling tense when you're waiting on something. If you're waiting back to hear about test results, waiting back to hear about a job offer, When in your mind you're imagining the possibility of what could be, what the outcome might be, indecision is killing your progress and killing your momentum. It's paralyzing you. Because really, when you don't make a decision, that becomes a choice in itself. Can you relate to this? Do you ever have trouble starting a project because you have so many ideas and you can't decide which one to work on? Maybe you're a writer, you're trying to decide what to write about, a content creator, you're not sure what you want to do this time around. Maybe you're trying to decide what job it is that you want to go after. And you're spending more and more time second-guessing yourself and your progress is becoming halted. Why is that? Let's talk about it. Maybe for yourself, you notice that your indecisiveness is actually specific to certain types of decisions in your life. Maybe it's particular ones related to a big goal or a creative pursuit. That's a very common thing. And other decisions you can make effortlessly throughout the day. What you want to eat, what you want to watch on TV, what you want to wear. Boom, bam, easy. So why is it, especially when it comes to creative ideas, that we struggle? It's because as creators and creatives, as ambitious people, as entrepreneurs, we are always dwelling in the realm of possibility, in ideas. And sometimes it's hard to choose just one, but that is exactly what we have to do. Creativity is the act of making the possible practical. It's bringing the truth and beauty out of the things that inspire us and putting it out for the world to see and on display. It's about creating something from nothing and bringing it into the world. This big, beautiful, bold, juicy idea or mission that's important to you, yes? But we feel the pressure, we feel the weight of our dream, and we avoid, avoid, avoid. Avoiding mistakes. Avoiding discovering that maybe we're wrong about this idea. Avoiding failing. 
avoiding making the wrong choice and looking for the data that can tell us the answer. But friends, when we don't decide, we are dishonoring the opportunity to live up and step into our calling. And you know what? We are actually doing a disservice to all the people that are waiting for your gift, waiting for your product, waiting for your service that's going to help them, waiting for you to show up. The sign of a leader and the habits of a successful creative person, you know, their trademark as an entrepreneur is to be able to make decisions and to follow through. Successful entrepreneurs every day, they make choices and they live with the consequences. And it's those who are indecisive that live in this constant state of anxiousness, of unrest. You probably even feel this in your body, something that's keeping you up at night and you can't sleep properly because you're thinking about it, toiling about it, and you haven't yet decided. Not very fun, right? Making better and more sound decisions more quickly gives you peace of mind and allows you to get off the sidelines, get off the fence, and just choose. Choose a position. How many people do you come across every day that you've heard them say, ah, I want to write this book, or I want to launch this business, or I want to do this thing, and you never hear from them again. You never see that they've actually taken a step on it. And that's probably because they're still somewhere in their mind trying to decide what they want to do and how they want to move forward. And there's nothing wrong with that. And by they, I mean me. Ha! And by me, I probably mean also you. All of us. This is very common. But we're trying to get better, right? That's why we're having this conversation together. This is a key skill that we want to get better at honing. And being decisive is what is going to give us confidence to move forward and actually start to make progress. That's what this is all about. And as this indecision becomes smaller and smaller and you start to take action, you're going to be able to do more than you ever thought possible. You're going to start to see momentum and results in places that you did not even know were possible. And honestly, it probably was never even about whether the decision was exactly right or exactly wrong. Deciding and learning and evolving as you go was the best thing that you could have done. Now, let me be clear. This is not about rushing the process, speeding through it carelessly. By all means, big decisions with a big impact on your life should not be made fleetingly. What I am trying to say is that the decision for our pursuits are more times than not a lot bigger in our mind in terms of what kind of catastrophic result there might be at the end of it, good or bad. So let's start there turning inward, just noticing why is it that you're having a trouble making decisions in the first place? Pay attention to the reasons and don't judge them. Notice what's triggering for you. Notice what's coming up in your mind and where you feel stuck. And before I even give you a framework for how we can come to decisions more quickly, I want to get you to just lighten up the weight of how you're thinking about this decision overall starting now. Because oftentimes we are overestimating the risk of getting it wrong. Every decision is not life and death. Every decision is not going to change your life in a major pivotal way. So use these questions as a guide. How serious would it be if I made the wrong decision? What are the benefits of making the right decision? How bad is the worst outcome and how likely is the worst outcome. Free yourself from thinking about this decision as something that is so heavy that is going to be the most important 
moment in your life. And when you finally in these questions realize, hey, the worst case scenario is really not nearly as painful and as bad as I thought, it will help you also accelerate how quickly you can make the decision and stop delaying. So now what can we do once we've established that this is not life and death? What can we do to be more decisive specifically in the things that relate to our creative pursuits, our big ambitious goals, our big thing on our list that we're trying to accomplish? We can start by looking at the facts, looking at our choices objectively and stripping the emotion out of the decision. You can do this as a simple pros and cons. Think of yourself as a unattached third party just making a very objective list. But before you fill your journal with pages and pages and before you start to go down the rabbit hole of the internet trying to figure out why this might or might not work, there are only so many facts that you could possibly gather and calculate to predict with even a sliver of accuracy what's actually going to happen. There's nothing wrong with wanting more data. But just know that you are dancing on that fine line of perfectionism and wanting to have all the answers and wanting to have everything right and perfect. We can't predict the future, so take heart in that. And there is a certain amount of risk associated with every decision. That's just how it's going to go. So let's use an example maybe of somebody who's thinking of starting an online store. What are the facts that we've pulled out? Okay, new entrepreneur, the facts are, I've never built an online store. The facts are, I don't yet have products to sell. The facts are, the products that I want to sell are in an industry that's different from what I do now in my day-to-day job. Okay, we've got some facts here. We've stripped the emotion out of it. Now let's put emotion back into it. What feelings are attached to these facts that are really the reasons that we are circling on this decision in the first place. I'm sure you can relate to this at some point because these are very common creative objections. So fact, I've never built an online store. The feeling attached to that is maybe I'm just not ready yet. I don't have enough experience. The fact we said I do not yet have products to sell. Maybe the feeling attached to that is, oh man, what if nobody buys my stuff? The fact that the products that you want to sell are in a different industry than what you do now day to day, the feeling attached to that is maybe I don't have the credibility to pivot and do something in another industry. People will think that I'm a fraud. Okay, wow, this got ugly real fast. But let's go there. Are those real? Is that really true? Just for two seconds here. Nobody's going to think you're crazy, but I want you to argue with yourself because we can go so far down the line imagining all the things and all the reasons why we're not good enough, why it's not possible, and why it's not going to work. But rarely do we sit back and argue for the other side. I want you to call up the highest version of yourself to argue the opposite case. So let's make a case here. Tell yourself, make a list of reasons why is the thought that you just had so dead wrong. Instead of feeling that you're not ready, argue the case. Why is it that you are ready right now? Why is the place that you're at right now exactly the right place that you need to be to start? Instead of what if nobody buys my stuff? Argue the case. How does your existing experience give you a unique spin on what you're trying to create and what you're trying to sell? 
instead of feeling you don't have the credibility to pivot and do that thing, make the case. What credibility and skills do you have that will allow you to pivot and do something new successfully? You've heard me say this time and time again, better questions give you better answers. And it's time that you stood up for yourself and spend just as much energy finding reasons why it's going to work than the time that you're spending subconsciously, consciously, in the back of your mind, making a list of reasons why it's going to fall apart. The indecision should be starting to lift a little bit. And if nothing else, you've got a bit of a list that's pumped you up as you're heading into your creative session and you're thinking about this goal or this thing that you're trying to create. The next thing that you can do is to check in with your values. Your values and your why should always be a compass for you. Whenever you have new things that you're trying to do, it's important that you have something strong at your core that you can come back to. So you have a framework for making decisions. How does this thing that you are trying to decide on, how does it fit in with your existing values, with your priorities and things that are most important to you? Is it going to be pulling on your time or energy or financial resources that you are already investing in other areas? Is it going to compete with something that you are trying to do in another area of your life? Something really helpful. Now, if this is a business decision specifically, at the heart of business should always be a compass of how you can serve others. Some questions that will help you then is, does this decision help me serve others? more people? Does it help me serve them better? Does it bring more value to them? Or is this idea just an ego trip? Is it just something fleeting for the moment? Why do you need to do this thing right now? All right, now we've got more things that we can consider as we are about to make a decision. So the important part I want to remind you is it's important to adopt the idea that making a decision is the best decision that you can make. So free yourself from the idea that there is only one right option and that once you're on a path, you're stuck there forever. Some decisions will be good and some will be just so-so and maybe even not so great. But when you accept the inevitability that the unknown is part of the adventure, part of the process, part of especially being an entrepreneur, you can free yourself and give yourself the opportunity to explore this process freely. And it's a lot better than sitting on the fence, being caught in this trap of indecision. One more tip, even once you've come out of a decision, there's always an opportunity to look back and assess why it was right or why it was wrong for you. Being able to rule out the fact that you made the wrong decision, you discovered something you didn't like, something that didn't quite work out the way you wanted, Maybe it was a job that wasn't the right fit. Maybe a product that wasn't the right fit for your business. This is all progress. It's learning. And in the long run, it's a huge step forward because we are all in this for the long haul, right? Nobody is turning over successful businesses and dreams and ambitions overnight. We are not actualizing our dreams overnight, right? Some of these decisions may not even matter a month from now, a year from now, five years from now in the grand scheme of your career. But it's helpful in learning and helpful for allowing us to evolve in terms of the day-to-day when we're in the trenches working towards our thing. So get practicing. You can start by getting more decisive about even the little things in your life. Bam, what to make for lunch. Bam, what am I going to watch on Netflix today? Bam, 
what am I going to wear? In my case, which of my gray leggings would I like to wear today? The light gray, the medium dark gray, the heather gray? No, kidding. I do need a little bit more variety, but that's for another another episode. But seriously, the more decisions that I make and the more decisions that you make, the more confident we'll become in making them. Start with the easiest decision you need to make today, then move on to the more difficult ones. And you'll be amazed at how much lighter you feel when you make decisions and you begin to move forward. The wrong decision is to make no decision at all. If you want to be a world changer, it's time for you to step up. When you make decisions, people take notice. They respect you. Nobody wants to follow an indecisive leader. Nobody wants to buy from an artist who tells us that they thought about creating and they just weren't sure what they wanted to do with the piece. People are investing in something that you've finished and brought to completion. Ideas are not enough. Action is critical. And those who choose to act boldly earn the right to lead us, earn the right to serve us, and earn the right to sell to us. So get going. Make a decision, get started right now.